Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Okay, folks, welcome. Cold Wednesday edition, Three Dudes with a View. I am Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. And currently, it says currently, right here in front of us, it is minus two degrees on West 7th Street. Well, it was minus eight at my house when I got up. It had warmed up to a whopping minus five uh, when I left the house. Uh, and, folks, the, the main roads are fairly clear and in town well yeah or highway 50 I, you know the report from glendale is what i'm giving you the highway 50 is fairly clear but there there are frozen patches that you've got to watch for uh i didn't see anybody in the ditch or that sort of thing now anywhere off the main road i mean it took four-wheel drive to get from my house to the main road and four-wheel drive once i got off the main road to get here to the station so I mean, anywhere that's not on a main road, it, it is definitely four-wheel drive territory, uh, and uh, it, it's rough. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, good morning. How, what's the report from your house? Oh, it's still frozen over here. kind of reminds me of being in Alaska. I was minus 10 a whole week up there and never never, never got lower. Wow. I had, I had all about two or three pair of pants, uh, overalls, and everything trying to breach the the cold weather because coming from the south you know you don't have that thick material that they have up in alaska yeah oh yeah i mean yeah having the right gears everything and uh you know none but, I, of, but i made it yeah <laughs> none of us gear up for minus eight around here that's for sure uh my my heat and air is where my heat uh is is not keeping up with the thermostat and uh, so far i haven't lost any pipes at the house i'll we don't have any water here at the station no, we do not at the moment. Yeah. So that, that's not good. Uh, we got a couple of – we got a, a great crowd this morning. First of all, uh, because of the snow, Seth Campbell is not teaching at Mount Pleasant High School, and he's here with us from Hound Dog Holler. Good morning, Seth. Hey, hey good morning, everybody. We got um, negative 10 degrees on my app this morning out here, and it is – it is really – I think it's the coldest I've ever felt. Like, I, I went outside about 15 minutes this morning and let everybody out. I think it's the coldest with the snow on the ground. I think it's the coldest I've ever felt. I've lived out at Glendale for 40 years now, and I've never seen minus 8. Uh, this, this, yeah. Uh, that, that's unreal. Yeah. I've never seen minus 8. And I said my, my, my heating system just was not designed to do minus 8. So we'll see. Uh, we will see. All right. Debbie Matthews, regular special guest, dude. What's the report from 6th Street? Good morning. Nice place is frozen over, but beautiful. But I haven't ventured out. Um, did y'all see that TVA has asked everybody to conserve energy? Yeah. Until uh, 10 a.m. Yep. They're asking everybody to, uh, to, I guess, not to charge your car. You know, whatever. You oh, can, did you uh, see that the, the the damn EVs, the electric vehicles, will not charge in cold weather. They're they just, will not charge, and people were having to sit. And they said if they did charge, it was taking double the amount of time. But you couldn't sit in your car with it running because then it really wouldn't charge at all. So it's a mess. 
And they're just it's piled amazing. up. They're just stacked. You see those pictures. There'd be 20, 30, 40 of them just piled up around That's the right. charging, charging stations. Right. Yeah. Technology glitch that they're going to fix. <laughs> yeah, right. You think? Now, you know, I thought, you know. You think they'd have known. They, they knew this when they started pushing these things. This is not yeah. some un, this yeah. is not some surprise glitch. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. You know so what's they bad is when the, air, when the airline's doors blow off. That is bad, Jim. And they only offer What's them that got to do with electric vehicles? Well, you yeah. know, there's a technical technical glitch. Well, it's gonna cost some people some lives, that's, that's for sure. A... <laughs> Engineering glitch. Yeah. Yeah, I mean and, and you don't expect airline doors to blow off and nobody does. I mean, the people who know electric vehicles, the Biden administration, the electric vehicle manufacturers, they knew about this problem. They just choose to charge forward without uh, addressing it or telling the public about it. Well, sometimes you got to have real life situations to really get the gist of it. Maybe they did a lot of work in the lab, but it didn't get to a minus eight or whatever, whatever temperature those EVs are. And uh, once they find out that they got to do some more research, then that's appropriate. It's a new technology. You know, I guarantee you, you can get on the web right now and find out that these batteries are what lithium ion batteries are. Mm-hmm. You, can, yep. you, can, you can Google up lithium ion batteries and at what temperatures they charge or won't charge. That's well-known technology. Uh, well, we're going to give you a horse and buggy, old mule in a, in a wagon. That's, that's where I'm That's where I'm going down to the Mennonites. I'm going down to the Mennonites to get myself fixed up. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> now, there was a story last week. Did you all see this where Detroit has laid the first so many miles of an electric highway where EV cars will drive on it and automatically recharge while they're driving? Have you all seen that? Detroit is the first test location for that. I've heard of the technology. I didn't know that they were actually going to do it, though. So why would I be happy about that? So, I mean, that's, to me, a really interesting idea that, and it would solve a lot of problems, that the actual highway is electrified, that it will charge your battery as you ride along. You know, automatically recharging. Why would I be excited about that? I was out at the Highway 412, the Bear Creek interchange and they finished it out there what a, a two years two two and a half years of orange barrels traffic right. st- traffic snarls and uh, what claim what it was that it was 35 million does that sound right that, sound, that sounds about right and 35 million was the cost and i was just looking at traffic going through there and you know i was getting on the interstate and i was going what did we get for our 35 million here Got a nice new bridge, and uh, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, though. Yeah, it really fixed the problem. Yeah, it it, it, it gets flows just like it used to. I mean, I I don't see what what in the world we got for our 35 million out there. I would just uh, it looks I mean, good. Well, oh yeah, it looks good. It does, it does look good. <laughs> I mean, I don't the ambiance. And don't don't get me wrong. I think it's designed and built as well as it can design and build. I just don't see it as i mean i don't i don't see it as something where they you know they didn't do it right or they did it halfway i mean they did a good job with the 35 million but i mean i, I just don't see that 
<laughs> compared to, we could have kept the old and repaired it and not spent the $35 million. It wouldn't really have been any worse off. It wouldn't have had two and a half years of orange barrels. I think the only right. the only thing you could say that maybe was helped was the the entry ramp to 65 North. It, it's longer than the old one was. The old one used to have to go around. It was kind of a short you know runway to get on the it may be a little bit longer with this new with the way it's set up now but but yeah you got a you got a better on-ramp 65 north out there than you had before but 35 million bucks worth exactly uh yeah i completely agree it's federal money delk so they don't care how they spend it. (laughs) Uh, we care how they spend federal money and it's always just a waste so, yeah. I mean, what started this? So what is, you know, building these electric, what the heck's that going to cost? And how many years of orange barrels is that going to be? You know, I mean, <clears throat> that's that's my point. Um, it is, right. To, to, to build By the electric- time they get that technology right, none of us will be around. You know how this all could have been solved without Our grandchildren may not be batteries. around. What's that? I'm sorry, well, Debbie. Well, so... The underground current and knowledge for years has been that there are catalytic converters that you can put on gas-powered cars that will go 140 to 200 miles per gallon. But those have been blocked. And that would have been no mining for lithium. That would have been no new battery plants needed. Nothing. It's just changing the catalytic converter on an existing gas-powered car. Yeah, the car That's industry, the, they, they bought all those plans, and they haven't put away. Yeah, I mean, Right, right. You know, I've heard and, that and over and over. I mean, I, I've heard that over and over over the years, or something, or there's a special gimmick that they could have put on, and you get 100 miles to the gallon. I, you know, Debbie, I just... I've seen that. Well, that, I, I'm that kind of story pops up about every five years. It's never true. No, but I'm I'm reading it in Wired magazine, Dale. I mean, this is <clears throat> a scientific magazine that's talking about it. Yeah, it but is a, out a there. Catalytic, catalytic converter, Debbie, is part of the exhaust system. That's that's not part of the combustion system. Well, I'll bring in the article so you all can read it. But yeah, this is what I'm, they're talking about. That it's an easy fix. That maybe we should have I, ventured I agree, into. I agree but, with Miss York. I mean, you know. All all my life, I mean, you know, I mean, my grandmother died of cancer, and so and my mother had it, and so I've always been sort of followed the news about cancer. I mean, every six months, all my life, you know, here comes another story: cure for cancer, almost in sight. You know, I've been seeing that for sixty years now, and uh, yeah, I, I do think and I've mean, been seeing the story about you know the secret, you know, technology that would, I remember it used to be some well, kind of water injection what I, what system. I, what Technology will give a hundred miles a gallon. Yeah, you know, but but uh, what I'm saying there, is, is that the, tech, the technology and the brain power should have been used on that instead of completely stopping everything that we've had centuries of forward motion on, right? And use the technology to improve where we were standing instead of everything screeching to a halt and turning to something else that is not going to be as effective. Whether it's it's solar power, the wind turbines are causing so much trouble right now that are all fueled by electricity and then therefore fueled by coal. You know, it's just like people all are right. thinking. Well, I mean, I'll bite on that. I mean, here's an article right here. Uh, Arctic ice levels are at record highs, and the polar right. bears are doing just fine. You know, right, <laughs> right. But but you know, I think I think what I saw yesterday was on January second, the climate change people or in the New York Times were saying 
uh, we it's an end to snow as we know it because New York hadn't gotten any snow. And now they're talking about that the snow and the ice is now caused by the climate change. And it's like nobody can make up their mind. This was within two oh, weeks, an some, article. Some lady, somebody's opinion, Debbie. You get a thousand articles, somebody's opinion. They don't have to be right. Okay, so okay, okay. Well, the national paper of record is saying that that there was going to be no snow anymore because of climate change. Oh yeah. And two weeks later, now we're frozen under. So, Miami, well, some Looney Tune actually sent me a, an article saying that uh, global warming is the cause of our current cold weather. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. Well, and you guys have to remember though too that weather and climate are different things. I mean, I don't pretend to know the the intricacies of global warming. I mean, if it's happening or not happening, but I do know that you can't judge whether it's happening or, or whether it's not happening based on um, based on you know the current weather because this is just a real quick snapshot in the larger picture. But the liberal media and the left of, is thousands of scientists up there in the Arctic and South Pole uh, researching what's taking place and documenting everything that's taking place, and they can determine. Uh, with the best ability that they have, what the temperature change means and where uh, storms are going to come out. But that, that's a that's a highly skilled process. It's not somebody who writes there an article in, in one of those uh, Internet magazines and say, hey, I know what's going to happen. That's that's much bull. No, well, that that's true. But we don't have to be a scientist to see that Miami is not underwater. Uh, that what other New York's not underwater? What all the ones that John John Kerry and Al Gore predicted would be underwater by now are yeah. long since underwater. And they all bought beachfront property. Yeah. I mean, Obama kept saying everything's going to be underwater, but he bought a big, big beachfront property. Yeah. You know, you don't so, have to be a scientist to. It, um, to but no, we can't it, ignore what's happening in Florida this, either. What's happening? Hey, in Florida? I was just. I was just saying, you, I don't want to ignore what's happening in Florida either with the the um, the insane weather down there where people can't even get homeowners insurance and then you have buildings collapsing off Miami Beach because of erosion. I mean, I think they have significant problems. I'm not saying they, they're going to be underwater. I remember watching The Inconvenient Truth in um, high school and uh, a lot of it didn't come true. You're right. But I still think that they face significant issues. Well, uh, you know, I Florida, would, you know, I, I, I want to move there. I had a great, great uncle that, you know, made a lot of money and, and real estate development down there in the 20s and of course you didn't have insurance and what all like you do now and the hurricane came along and blew it all away and bankrupt right so, well, that was New Orleans, i know a friend of 100 mine, years her ago insurance, her insurance is going up to nine thousand dollars that's and it should. and and, and <laughs> if insurance companies that. know how to charge something is changing in the climate and the weather no, the There's American no public that. doesn't live in. No, the American public that doesn't live in Florida got tired of subsidizing their rates in Florida, so they got a new house every five years. That's why their insurance has gone up because they have separated it from the rest of the pool. That is why it's gone up, and it should go up. If you're going to develop on the coast and have and, and and they're developing right up to where they shouldn't be, Seth. You're right; these houses are falling into the ocean. And developers are taking full advantage of as much as they can, and they take their money and they go. All right, we're out of here. For those of you who live south of Mount Pleasant, we'll try to explain it to you on the other side.
today are among the most dependable and luxurious vehicles in America, and Parks Motor Sales has them all. Find excellent deals on the Buick LaCrosse, Cascada, and Regal. Parks has SUVs, the Encore, Enclave, and Envision. Their exceptional staff can help you find your best fit with financing for your budget. For a vehicle that has everything, experience the new Buick. For a dealer that has everything, experience Parks Motor Sales. Visit 919 Nashville Highway or Parks Motor sales.com Hi, this is George Rawls with The Way Realty. Please allow me to share a little bit about us. We measure our success by the quality of service you receive. We provide many ways to help you get the most when selling your house, like home staging, landscaping, repairs, professional pictures, and aggressive marketing. Our listings are posted on the MLS, Realtracks.com, Zillow, Realtor.com, and Trulia. Your house will most likely be your biggest investment for your family and for your future retirement. Let us help you fulfill the American dream by buying, building, or selling your next home. And most importantly, let this new year be a great year by putting Jesus first in your life. Jesus Christ changes lives. I know because he changed mine. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. 
The Jewelers Bench. Still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MemsModernLandscape.com. That's MemsModernLandscape.com. And check out what we have to offer. Thanks. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shurex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. news with a view it is now uh let's see what's the present temperature minus one damn well we had a wind chill minus 15 about 30 minutes ago so (laughs) minus one here in downtown columbia the station we our our water is gone we're our our pipes are frozen we don't know where uh and nobody can remember in this building that ever happening before my name is del kennedy i'm dude number three dude number two is clayton harris hello Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude, number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. I got a question to ask you, Del, when you introduce everybody. Okay. Uh, regular special guest, dude, on the conservative side, uh, Debbie Matthews. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. And uh, spe- special guest, dude, whenever we can get him. He's a school teacher at Mount Pleasant High School. And, of course, school is out. Uh, and Lord likely to be out for the foreseeable future. Uh so when it's out, we get Seth Campbell, and we're delighted to have him. He takes the progressive point of view. Good morning. Hey, good morning, everybody. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you. All right, Mr. York, what's going on? You know, we've been talking the last couple of years about the immense amount of growth in Murray County and across the state, and 
property tax increasing and all that. There are 45 states across America that cap property tax. The only way you can raise property tax is if you have a referendum in your area. So why don't the legislature are, well, why don't the legislature pass something like that? So we don't control our property taxes. It's simply at the whims and whams of your county commissioners. Um, And city council. Well, the... um Scott Specky, our our representative, who's a regular special guest here and a friend of the station, I think, did he say it on the air last week, Clayton, or was he talking off air? But there is a bill in front of the legislature uh, to, I think, property tax increases that greater than 2% have to go to referendum, something like that. I think that was off the air. Yeah, I think, and and according to Scott, he thinks it's likely to pass. Uh, The problem that that puts us in here in Murray County is, you know, I mean, I, we don't have any other way to pay for the schools that we're going to need. Um, now, the commission has said that they are not going to that that the political position of the position of the commission right now is that the majority of members are simply not going to vote for any increase, you know, whether it has to go to referendum or not. Uh, you know, so we got a problem coming. I, we may be holding school underneath cedar trees. You know, uh, we may be trying to figure out how to build a school that doesn't cost one hundred and ten million dollars, like the one up at Battle Creek. Uh, you know, the thing I've heard from some commissioners, and, and I, I believe this will happen, is you'll see some rezoning once Battle Creek High School gets gets open. And I think you'll see some schools. Seth, I don't know what the capacity is at Mount Pleasant High School, but you, you guys have some room. I know. I remember a few years ago it was around fifty-five to sixty percent. So I mean, there's some room if you if you make some adjustments with the zoning to to maybe hold off on that problem of having to build a whole lot a whole lot of schools. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, what, what we had a this hadn't gotten a lot of publicity. There was a. 28 or $9 million supplemental appropriation by the county commission for uh, athletic facilities. I think that, yes, sir, I believe that is correct. Uh, and now word is that they can't build facilities that they plan to build for 28 or $29 million. You know, it, it may be, it may be just, we have to do without things like that. You know, I mean, we, we may have to, you know, just do like the old days, just uh, get out there on a field next to the school and, do do what you can do or in the gym one or the other uh you know so so you said they they're talking about it but it's not public knowledge that they're talking about it huh what's that mr the the, uh property tax yeah he said there was a lot of bills that were put put forth but that was one of them talking about scott uh, scott's proposal or not not his his proposal but what he was telling us about the uh If I recall correctly, he said a bill such as that had been introduced, and according to him, he believes it will likely pass in this legislative session. Yeah, because Greene County had a 30% increase in property tax, and Rutherford County had about a 16% increase in property tax, and I think uh, over in Fayetteville, they had a whopping increase in property tax. Yeah. And and that means that your voters have no say-so whatsoever. Right. Uh, it's a problem, Mr. York. And I think over in, in Fayetteville is where 
uh, they were looking at a 35% increase in property taxes to build schools, and that that started a process where enough political pressure was asserted on the city of Fayetteville to actually uh, form its own special school district. And so the, the, the city of Fayetteville and the uh, Lincoln County over there combined to where the city paid for city schools and the county paid for schools out in the county, and by uh, sharing the burden, they were able to not increase taxes so much. Yeah, and Lincoln County High School is right in, right in the town of Fayetteville. Uh, but you have a city school that's about two miles away, right down the road from it. So it's uh, it's, it's very unique. Well, and the fact that the fact that the county owns the school system is basically a, an historical anomaly. Uh, and for those of you who live in south of Mount Pleasant, that means an outlier. Uh, or a, or a, <laughs> uh, it, it, it means that it's just something that happened at the time because nobody was thinking about it, whether that was a good way to do things. We do have counties across the state with city school systems. And the way our tax structure has evolved over the years, again, with nobody really thinking about it at the beginning because it wasn't a big deal, it is a big deal now, uh, the the cities uh, have access to more money generally than the counties. Uh, it's just it's the nature of, the, of how the tax system and the tax base for counties versus cities have evolved over the years. And, uh, you know, I mean... You, you look around at the spending the city of Columbia does. The county n- does no such spending on on that scale, except for schools. Uh, and um, so, I, you know, I, that keeps intriguing. You, you brought up Lincoln County, Mr. York. That keeps intriguing me. Is nobody's talking about it except me here in Murray County? But the idea of the city of Columbia, or perhaps. Yeah, it would be Columbia, really. The city of Columbia and, and Murray County sharing the burden for schools. Uh, it, it 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 may be that the political pressure becomes so much because of uh, property, the property tax problem that 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 happens here. Yeah, I think one county said they they had to raise uh, that property tax up fifty two percent. I know people are going go off the rails if that happens in Murray County. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't know how the city school funding works in Lincoln County. I know Lincoln County is a very prosperous, employed county. They have a lot of people that uh, work in Alabama but live in Lincoln County to get out of the state income tax. But they've got great industri- industry and things down there. Free Even life. in 2000. Yeah, so they have uh, Whirlpool. Uh, yeah, Frito-Lay, lots of things. So when I was running for the state Senate, it was hard because it was 2010 and every county in the state was in bad shape except Lincoln County. They were up and going and and prosperous. But I don't know how the city schools get funded because as a city person on this show that pays city taxes, I don't want to pay county school taxes and city school taxes. I, I either need to do one or the other. So would that withdraw me out of paying county taxes for schools or uh, double still, me up? You're still going to pay county taxes. Right. Yeah. So and, do and I the pay? State, the state only sends a, a pot of money, and that money's split between a city school and a county school. Right. So 
basically you're telling the citizens of Columbia they got to pay double, I guess. Well, so I don't know. I don't. I just don't know how the tax structure works on that. I'll. I might call somebody in Lincoln County and ask how they do that. Well, but so, right now, you're, a lot of people <laughs> point out though that the the county that the county in Murray County provides schools in the city of Columbia, and the city of Columbia contributes nothing to them. So, I mean, you can make both sides of that argument, Debbie. Well, Seth, but the Seth, thing wait, is, wait, is wait, that Seth we're Seth all, is trying to speak but, up here. Yeah. Well, I, I was just saying you're looking at a significant size difference between Fayetteville and Columbia, too. I think Fayetteville, well, I know Fayetteville only operates one elementary school, one middle school, and one high school. So on that scale, I mean, things are pretty doable if you, you know, catch my drift. If you only operate in one school at each grade level, that's pretty doable. But if Columbia were to, you know, wrestle with something like that, it would be on such a much larger scale. I, I think it would be really difficult. Well, I, I no, mean, I, I'd love a solution. I just, I'm a Murray Countyan too, and I'm I paid, even though I, my house is in the city of Columbia, I pay county taxes just as full as anybody. I don't get an abbreviated amount. So I don't know how you tell a citizen that's also a Murray Countyan that they've got to pay double because just because they live in the city. Well, I don't understand you're paying double. I mean, right, right now, right now you can make the same argument that county taxpayers are paying double because the city doesn't contribute anything. Uh, I mean, you, that, that argument only. Well, all everybody that, that argument doesn't hold taxes. water north or south of Mount Pleasant, Debbie. I mean, well, that, but, but the thing, <laughs> the thing is, Delk, is that everybody in Murray County pays Murray County taxes, whether they live in a city or not. So we're all paying Murray County taxes, period. I have to just additionally pay city taxes because I live in the city that y'all don't have to pay. So I'm already paying double the amount of taxes. But I get my trash picked up, you know, and I got city streets and I got police officers and fire department. So, you know, but but my taxes for the city of Columbia are only maybe a half of what my county taxes are. My city of Columbia taxes. Well, and, are, but again, Debbie, you aren't comparing apples to oranges. I mean, if you're talking about a 35 percent uh, increase in overall count or 50 percent increase in county taxes, which you will have to pay if, if, when you live right? on Sixth Street, you know, maybe maybe the city, the city, the cities, you know, they live better than, than the county. They spend more generously lavishly i don't i don't think it's lavish but you know our, our we have a fully funded well-equipped police department we have a fully funded well-equipped fire department we've got some really nice parks that the city spends a good bit of money on i mean overall the city's provision of services is at a higher level than the county can afford and so hey you know Maybe a little belt tightening in the city and a slight increase in taxes as opposed to a 50% property tax increase for the county, that might be a better thing. That's all I'm suggesting. But we're, we're off on something that's not even really a serious argument at this point, but it did happen and failed. Yeah, and, and, and I go back to the city needs to do a full court press to get these impact fees or adequate facilities taxes for all the development that they're adding in on the county. You know, that's that right there is the developments that are approved by the city are affecting the county's bottom line. That's where Boy, that's the truth. Okay. So that to me, that's where there needs to be and, and we've had attention on yeah, it. When, we when, had when the city attention. when the city annexes all that land out there by Ridley Park, uh, right. annexes it from the county, then approves a seven hundred and fifty house development on it. 
and said, right. okay, County, it's your baby now. Bill schools for all these 750 exactly. houses. Exactly. That's not right. That's not, not right. Fair. All right. Let's, nope. We can all agree on that, north and south of Mount Pleasant. Let's take a break. That's right. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Garnets begin the year as January's birthstone. Garnets are also the gemstone that are traditionally gifted for a second wedding anniversary. Here at Tillis Jewelry, we have a variety of garnets to fit your budget, whether you prefer vintage or modern. Next time you visit us, be sure to mention this ad and receive 10% off your purchase. You deserve something new to begin the new year. Follow us at Facebook and Instagram. Are you thinking about a new fence, maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater. And upgrade now with monthly payments as low as $79. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Hey, this is Jonathan Castile, a.k.a. John Boy, with John Boy's Handyman Service. One call and we'll handle it all. Truly means we'll handle it all. From pressure washing your house to doing remodeling, we're licensed, insured, and bonded. So rest assured, John Boy will handle it all. You can contact me at 931-242-7620 or my email, castilejonathan10 at gmail.com. 
Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare dual complete plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over the phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare dual complete plan. Call 855 UHC MORE. That's 855 UHC MORE. 855 UHC MORE. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Come senators, congressmen, please heed the call. Don't stand in the doorway, don't block up the hall. For he that gets hurt will be the one who has stalled. There's a battle outside and it's raging. It'll soon shake your windows and rattle your walls for the times they are a change Alright, we're back. Three Dudes with a View. My name is Delk Kennedy. I am a cold dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning. Good morning, Delk. Good morning, everybody. All right. From the conservative side, special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. I do have an announcement to make after you introduce the other guest. Well, go ahead now, Debbie, because we got... Uh... Okay. Well, on uh, we had a fantastic show a couple of weeks ago with Sm- Susan McAvee, who is a wife of a January 6th prisoner. Yeah, that's and where we went. We, have... we went two hours. That was a shocking story. Her husband is a it... January 6th prisoner. Yeah. 
Yes. Well, the conservative Republicans of Murray County have their meeting, which is always on the fourth Monday night of every month. So this coming Monday, the 22nd of January, we have Susan, I met Sarah down to speak to us. And of course, Seth brought her into the show. We're thankful for that. I'm so glad to have met her, but she will be in Columbia for anybody that wants to come and hear her story and see her in person. We are also airing the video of her husband that was taken and the video that was released. We're going to be showing that for uh, while she talks about it that night. So uh, doors open at 530. We're serving some pizza. Meeting starts at six. She is our guest speaker for the night. So we're inviting anyone that's interested to come. At okay. the Memorial Building, Monday the twenty second. Okay, all right. That, that her story is quite compelling and shocking. All right, uh, from the progressive side, uh, special guest dude Seth Campbell, uh, teacher at Mount Pleasant High School, currently closed to us. So Seth is with us, and we're delighted that he's uh, sharing, uh, giving his time to us uh, while school's out. Good morning, Seth. Hey, good morning, everybody. Thanks for having. Me. All right, folks, we got a guest who just walked in the door. He's a friend of the station. I think well-known to almost all of our audience, Sheriff Bucky Rowland. Good morning. Good morning, Dale. <laughs> it's great to have you. It's good all to right. be here. Hey, Miss David. The story is the weather. Uh, today we're going to get up to, of course, the forecast I've got in front of me is 31 high, 17 degrees tonight. Tomorrow, uh, a heat wave, 38 high, 23 tomorrow night but then friday and saturday night we go down to two degrees again sheriff what are the conditions and problems you're hearing about around the county well uh, you're working i mean you're your deputies are out not here and they're working yes know? sir i uh we haven't checked up one bit uh you know we've uh we've been out our deputies our admin uh getting of course, uh, we still have to man the jail, have to man the radios uh, uh, to dispatch calls. So uh, admin and our deputies have been out uh, getting folks to and from work, uh, uh, getting folks uh, to and from dialysis uh, treatments. You know, that those treatments can't stop. And, and then, that, that's a service that the sheriff's department provides. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, something we started uh, um, I don't know, nine, ten years ago, uh, once I was elected, you know, it, it's a we forget about the service side sometimes uh, a lot of agencies do but uh, right. uh you know we pick up meds and things for uh, folks that that need those meds you know they they may not have that extended uh, uh med count so we if it's a need we try and meet it but uh they've been out working hard uh you know when all this stuff blew in of course it was no secret that it was coming but you know we still had folks out i guess testing the waters and late getting off work but uh we we were extremely busy sunday night uh, with folks off the roadways in ditches and things like that and i actually had one of my correctional officers uh, uh she did very well until she was about a half a mile from the uh, jail and uh, flipped her vehicle but uh we had a lot of folks up until about 11 o'clock and we we finally got most folks in and and uh, they've stayed there for the most part uh t dot has worked uh, around the clock they've done very well on their primary state roads and uh you know you're starting to see your traffic pick up and of course the uh, uh city works they've been working on city roads but uh the secondary state roads uh they're still completely covered and of course our rural murray county 
I mean, it's untouched. And uh, so I don't, I don't want people to, to think that uh, once they see these folks on these primary state roads that, hey, maybe I can get out and, and chance it. Uh, we, we still want folks, unless it's just absolutely necessary that they get out and try to um, move around or what have you, please stay in. Uh, and if you have a need, uh, just reach out to us at 388-5151, extension 1, and uh, we'll, we'll try to help you out the best that we can. And, uh, of course, uh, this stuff's not leaving anytime soon. You just read those uh, temperatures off, so it's going to be probably late middle of the week next week before we get some real relief on on our rural uh, roads and all but when it does start to melt off the shady sides of hills things like that that uh, the sun won't be hitting uh, that's when we have our worst accidents because people pick up their speed and then all of a sudden they come around a, a curve or a shady side of a hill and and that's when we have our our worst accidents that's when the ice develops when you yes, have a sir. shady hill you get a little melting water runs out over the road then it gets cold that night freezes people come around a curve they can't even see the ice that's right and and it's too late then so uh that's when the worst wrecks occur absolutely yes sir and, yeah and true. and we would also encourage uh, folks if you know someone elderly or, or what have you that uh, maybe they don't have family uh, that live close by or what have you if they just need somebody to go out and check on them i mean we, our deputies we know people that we encounter throughout the year uh, we we automatically go out and just kind of check in with those individuals but if there's someone uh, you know we have uh, I'd say we're closing in on 120,000. You know, our last census, I think it was uh, right around 110 or so. But uh, uh, there's a lot of folks that we don't know in our community. So right. if it's uh, if it's someone you need checked on, uh, let us know. We'll get out and check on them and and uh, make sure their their needs are being met. So well-being checks you're doing. Uh, you're also if people need uh, medications, they've got to have and are not able to get out. Sheriff's deputies are providing that service and yes. people needing to go to. Di- do I- for dialysis, yes, sir. deputies are providing transportation as well. I, I mean, it's you just don't realize how many folks are, are receiving that uh, type of treatment, and uh, until you provide a service like that, but we're doing our best, and uh, we our dispatchers are making us a schedule, and and we try and have folks call in hour hour and a half ahead of time, uh, so we can give ourselves plenty of time to get them to and from, and uh, we're doing our best to uh, to meet those needs. That's fantastic. Can you give Can you give that number again, Bucky? It, it's our uh, Murray County Sheriff's Department dispatch line. It's three eight eight five one five one extension one. Nine three one area code, of course. Yes. Sir. Now the, the uh, now my experience this morning, Sheriff, is uh, you know I live out at Glendale and down a you know a county road, and it, it was a four wheel drive experience to get out to Highway fifty. But once I got on Highway fifty, uh, it, it was it was clear there were a few icy spots here and there but yes basically clear is that sort of what the picture is around the county absolutely the uh uh, primary state roads and city roads uh, are in good shape right now but secondary state roads uh your snow creeks uh 373 um places like that i mean they're still covered places like john finney road where yes sir yes sir and then uh rural murray county is uh yeah there's no changes with exception is it's probably slicker now than it's been because it this was a very powdery snow when it fell and of course the more traffic you get on it gets packed in the sun popped out yesterday so it, you know that uh, accumulates to ice at this point so yeah yeah you're right i mean yesterday uh i was able to get in and out of 
uh, in and out to my house from Highway 50 with without putting it in four-wheel drive. Today, I had to put the four-wheel drive on to get out to Highway 50 this morning. Yes, sir. So. And and one, I guess, the last one, uh, I, I guess uh, folks are getting cabin fever and things like that, and uh, folks are not going out to work. So our domestics have kind of picked up. So just try to get along. Yeah, a little togetherness. <laughs> a little togetherness is not always a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's picking up. Well, uh, yeah, it's funny, but I, you know, having uh, the sheriff and I have both been involved in the criminal law business all our careers, and uh, unfortunately, it's true. Yes, sir, it is. It, 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 I had a snowball fight with my neighbors. I was standing on the back when they were coming through my yard. She throws a snowball at me, so we had a big one going on. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's see. We just got a bulletin. A couple of things we've been hearing from folks. Um, Agatha School is going to be closed through January 21st. So wow. they won't go back till Monday. Wow. Yeah. And we also got a, a, I don't think she was doing it privately. Uh, County Mayor Sheila Butt sent us a, a text and, and reminded us that, you know, the, what the county, the, the problem of funding schools uh, and, and really the solution that makes the most sense. Of, of all is for impact fees to be enacted, which would make growth pay for growth instead of putting the burden of these new schools on existing taxpayers. It would put the burden on the new development that's coming in. Uh, we've the Murray County Commission, Murray County, and myself as a Murray County businessman uh, have all been to the legislature the past two years, and the legislature. Uh, facing a sea. I mean, I've, I've never seen as many lobbyists for the real estate and development business uh, has not uh, given us those impact fees. Uh, so that's why we're talking about alternatives, but they're going to make another effort this year for those impact fees. we got to get out of here. Sheriff, the thing I think that we ought to get out most, though, watch as we have melting for the shady side of hills where water uh, where you get melting and then it refreezes and in your experience that's where the worst accidents happen the fatal accidents happen yes sir and uh, stay safe Murray County stay safe Sheriff come back anytime delightful yes, to have you thank you for having me